don't know me. I'm Ed. I'm. Whoa. See, I can't. I can't English today. Um. Altitude. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I'm from the south. Yeah. Oh, oh, so it's like it's different. Uh, I know Kent Williams. He got altitude sickness yesterday. That's why he wasn't here. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> but he's fine now. He's all good. Uh, so if you need to see him, he's here today. Um, but yeah, uh, my name is Danny Chambers. I'm a voice actress. I've uh, been acting since I was six and started voice acting in 2013. Booked uh, my first big role in 2017, so that's <laughs> a long time before you actually get some good work. So uh, if you want to be a voice actor, it's a lot of work, so be prepared for that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I learned a lot with by doing uh, Let's Plays on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel. Um, that's where my love of Ace Attorney came from. Uh, I love love that game. It's great. And so, yeah, when I got a chance to be in the anime, well, I freaked out. I freaked out. I walked in, like, <laughs> I walked in for the session, and I was like, oh, cool, I wonder what I'm playing today. And then Dahlia Hawthorne, who is a pivotal character in the show, <laughs> she comes in, and she's on screen, and I'm like, <gasps> I was like, so trying not to freak out. I was like, oh, cool. I was like, yeah, you're going to play Dahlia. I'm like, awesome. On the inside, I was like, oh, yes! <laughs> so I was freaking out. So it was awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I love video games. And um, so I love conventions because you just geek out about everything. So uh, this is going to be kind of like um, not interactive because it's not really like, oh. Sorry. Oh, no, you guys. <laughs> I thought it was mine. <laughs> I had the exact same kind of moment earlier. Okay. I heard somebody else's ringtone. Yeah, it's like, like mine. wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> They're all the same. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, what was I saying? Interactive, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, usually I like to have panels where we can like talk and stuff. And this is a smaller group. This is great. We can just have a conversation and you know talk about things that you guys like. So um, if there are certain things that you like, whether it be you know like anime, video games, uh, animation, whatever, you can raise your hand and we can just talk about it. Um, I usually have you guys come up, but since we're a smaller group, it's gonna be fine. Um, but yeah, does anybody want to start anything they want to geek out about? Yeah, what's up? Oh, <laughs> and it's okay. If it's stuff that I'm in, that's totally fine. I just, I don't really ever start with that because I don't want to seem vain. Um, <laughs> no, that's good. I love that show. Has anybody not seen Ancient Megas Bride? I have not. You haven't? You got to watch it. It's so good. Um, yes. It's a... It's not really a slice of life. It's more, it's, it's a drama. I call it a weird romance. Yeah, and it, but it's like there's not a lot of romance in there yeah. because even though it's this ancient Vegas bride, it's not about the bride. It's more of the thing. You, you just gotta watch it. You gotta watch it because I gotta want to spoil it. But it's, it's made by Witch Studio. They are the people who made uh, Attack on Titan beautifully animated like and the music is amazing like i you know what since we're here and we got people i'm gonna play y'all the intro not the whole song but i'm gonna play you Which the op one, the first or second one the first one. Oh, the only one no. <laughs> <laughs> kidding me i mean the second one's nice it's very cute but i'm like uh, is juna it's yes i'm like the first one is it's here by juna she's a yeah. she was 18 when she recorded that really and i'm like you're 18 years old i'm like i'm 32 <laughs> and you're due okay that became one of my favorite openings yeah oh no opening. i love it so much when it it was nominated for one of the best ops in 2017 crunchyroll awards i was like please let them win they didn't but i was like <laughs> yeah. it did 
No, who did? Oh, I think it, probably, I think it was uh, My Hero. Oh, uh, probably. Yeah. Which one? Because not all of them are good. Right, but it, which one, which season was 2017? I or 18? I didn't realize My Hero's been running so long. It's five like years. It's, it's five years. So this I, is I, season five. No, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. So was season that season one or two? I think it was season two. Season one or two. Oh my god. It's okay. Time freaking flies, man. Yes. Oh my god. Especially since we've been cooped up for 18 months. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, it's already 2021? I mean, I'm glad that 2020 is over. It's almost 2022. Yeah. Like, it's September. We have four months until December. I know. Oh my god. Time's flying way too fast. Are you good? No. Because I have three conventions in October, and so that's gonna fly by real quick. And next thing I know, it's gonna be like December thirty first, and I'm like, where did everything go? Oh yeah. I, I, what happened to the, the year? I mean, oh, so much has happened. It's freaking. Anyway, sorry, I don't want to get into stuff that shouldn't be talked about. But anyway, here's the intro for the. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, opening theme one. So I'm gonna play this in the. She's been through a lot of crap in her life, and uh, she sells herself in like a. It's not. It's not necessarily human trafficking. It's like there's a fae world, and then there's the human world. So she goes to this um, like where the fae and humans meet, and she sells herself for these people in front of these people. And Elias Ainsworth, uh, the big giant school daddy, uh, <laughs> he buys her, and it takes place in London too, by the way. So he buys her for about five million. No, yeah, pounds. pounds. I think pounds. 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 Pounds.
Um, by the way, Brian Mathis plays Elias, and oh my god, y'all, his his voice is like butter. Like, and I'm talking about butter out of the refrigerator because that's hard to cut. I'm talking about like butter that's been sitting out and you've been waiting to melt a little bit to put in your like your baking stuff because that's the best way to do it. Because mm -hmm. if it's hard and cold, it's not gonna get the consistency of the moisture that you want. It's not gonna be moist. So, sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> I, think, I think we all got what you meant when you said butter. <laughs> Softened butter. I never explained stuff, I don't know why. Um, Describing a character as butter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard butter. Uh, hard, yeah, it's like, it's a difference. Butter makes a difference. Um, it really does, like I'm telling you, it really does. Like, anyway, sorry, I'm the panel. Um, but Brian Mathis is amazing, I love him. And uh, uh, he voices uh, Elias, and so he buys her, and uh, he's like, I'm going to make you my apprentice mage, because he is a mage. He is called the Thorn Mage, and he has a, st oh, dang it, I left it at the table. Um, he has a, a wand that's like the shape of a thorn, and it's, it's really cool looking. And so he teaches uh, Chise how to do magic and stuff. And at the end of the first episode, I'll say this because it's in the title, um, he rescues her from, you know, plot because anime. And uh, he takes her and he's like, I plan to make you my bride. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, that's how the first episode ends. And it's so funny because you're like, huh? <laughs> and, and I know there's, because there's always trolls on the internet. They're like, oh, that's, he's, he's a child bride and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no. No, there's context. Please read the story before you spread misinformation because people are stupid. And um, it's more of a title because uh, she is a very wanted person within the Fae, Fae community, the Fae world, because she's uh, called a Slay Beggy. A Slay Beggy is like a queen bee with the Fae world. She attracts a lot of Fae beings where they like, not necessarily worship her, but they love on her because of like, uh, her, it's like it's her blood, I think, that smells it smells delectable to them. It's also her hair. Her hair, too. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, not weird, but it's like interesting. Um, and so uh, it's more of a protection thing because most of the fae creatures she meets, they're like, oh, you're Thorn's bride. And so, because if you think the internet is very fast with its gossip, you the fae world has them beat. Like, <laughs> and uh, like word will spread real quick. But uh, so she she goes on this journey of like self discovery about you know um, of, of who she is and why she's uh, doing what she's doing and it's interesting because you she she's went through a lot like a lot <laughs> like I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen it it's don't watch it if you're struggling personally I really wouldn't recommend it but if you're at a good headspace please watch it. Um, it deals with a lot of depression, suicide, and, and things like that. It's a, it's a, it's a very good story to show that you know without the people to having a good support system, they're the ones to help you get through your through trouble times in your life, and it's so good. Um, but yeah, the, like, and she she's going through this whole process, and in episode twelve, which is the midpoint, which is my favorite scene, for those who have seen it, you know what I'm talking about with the fire. Mm. Okay, so yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. No spoilers. Um, yeah, I, I can't because I want to talk about it, but I'm like, I can't because I don't want to ruin it for you. It's so good. I mean, I've heard about spoilers. I don't know other, other people. Oh, no. I'm just going, mm, 
No, I even if you don't care, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. It's just in me because I'm like, you, you need to experience it for yourself. Like, because mm-hmm. it's, it's phenomenal. And the music, that song plays during episode 12 because oh. it's the midpoint. Yeah. Oh, and when you, I cried during the session because um, Kyle, he let me uh, watch the whole scene. We watched the whole scene in Japanese first and then we dub it. So when he played it, I'm just like, oh my God. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just, it's, it's a good moment for her and I'm really happy for her i'm sorry he's like oh it's fine it's good use that so please check it out really fun character austin tindall plays uh ruth which is her familiar um that's like in the art stuff so that's not really spoilers um please do not get deterred by episode one yes i know a lot of people they get to like episode one and they're like eh this is weird no you have to finish it Mm -hmm. i give anime any shows three episodes yeah i get three episode rule if I'm not hooked by the end of episode three, I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Or, um, but, or if it leaves me on a cliffhanger and I'm like, okay, my brain's like, I need to finish. Then I'll watch episode four and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of shows have been doing that lately and I hate that. Uh, is that like to solve things? I love murder mysteries. Like, you know, the whole podcast, you know, oh, uh, his arms were cut off, his legs were cut off. And then he, he was found two weeks later in the river, you know, like that stuff. I'm just, oh. I'm just sitting there, and my boyfriend's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you should watch, there's a show on, I, I can't remember, I think it's Paramount Plus, called Why Women Kill. You, oh, oh, no, yes! It is so good! What's her, what's her name? The one, Snow White from Once Upon a Time, um, oh, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer something. Je, yes, uh, Jenny, Jen, I, I know this Jennifer. Jennifer, yes, oh. she, I forgot her last name. She plays, um, she, she plays Snow White in Once Upon a Time. And uh, in Zootopia, she plays uh, Judy Hopps. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, A lot of celebrities do a lot of voiceover, and people don't people don't realize that. They're like, "Oh my God, you were them!" Like, yeah, like uh, uh, Afro Samurai. That's Samuel L. Jackson. There's nobody. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. You're like, what? It's what? funny because Samuel L. Jackson did one of those like ask Google um, like Samuel L. Jackson does this, and <laughs> one of them was, "Does Samuel L. Jackson?" Watch hentai or watch anime, and he's like, "Yep, hentai too." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh no, he did. They believed it. They, oh. had, they had to believe it. But you know, it's Samuel Jackson. Like, I, dude, just please, <laughs> just narrate my life. I he'd be the only person to narrate my life. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> imagine Samuel Jackson narrating your life, like. <laughs> Day one, this mother woke up today and chose violence. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Well, I don't know, it would be kind of fun to have like Morgan Freeman narrating your life. Oh my god, a Morgan Freeman Samuel L. Jackson duel? Oh my gosh. Ooh, that's a good idea. That would be hilarious. Yeah, oh. I want them to switch personalities though and see how it
Oh yeah. It's it's, it's on Crunchyroll. Um, you can watch whatever language you want. I don't care. I this whole sub dub thing. I honestly don't care where you watch it. I've been cursed out because I've I do dub by stupid people on Twitter. It's Ugh. dumb. And no, it's yeah. not it's not dub is actually not that bad. I, I love it. I love it. I, I love all I the people. I watched both of them. I watched both of them and loved both of them. Like they yeah. were both really good and amazing. Oh, yeah. No, I love I I love all of it. Like yeah. I watch both. I don't care. I don't. I have, love doing both. I'll, yeah, I'll, that's I'll, I'll watch it dubbed and then I'll watch it with the subtitles to see what the differences are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some dubs yeah. are not that good. Well, I mean, with with dub, it's 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 really really hard. They do their very best to match the lips and mm-hmm. to do best with the scripts and everything because. They're just trying to uh, pull a, uh, an Americanized version of the anime. They just yeah. want to try and play. Oh, and that's and you know that's that's fine to have that opinion of we think a lot of dubs aren't good, and that's okay. Yeah. They're honestly they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we actors we don't care if you don't like it or not. We don't, we, we got paid. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that's cool. You can hate it. Like I, I had somebody like make a video about the Angelica's Bride uh, dub and. He praised everybody else except me. He's like, "You suck. You're you're terrible." I'm like, "What? Cool. Thanks for making a video about me and making people know me. Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I just don't care. Like, like your opinion is only one. Yeah, and that's fine. And and like you know, I encourage people like go watch the sub. You know, the the seiyus are freaking amazing because they actually oh, yeah. have a school specifically for voice acting. Mm-hmm. They they're treated more like the big celebrities out there too, mm-hmm. um, which is so interesting. Um, like the J- Japan acting culture is so interesting. Like they are treated much better than people here. Um, but no, like and with dubbing, it's it's a lot harder process because uh, funny story, funny thing in Japan, they technically dub their their anime yeah. because it's animated first and then they do it. So mm-hmm. if you watch a lot of sub, the flaps don't match their audio most of the time because they don't care. They just do it, and Fair enough. yeah, and it's so interesting. And I'm like, why do we have to care so much about the flaps? Like, when we have a standard, we have to live by. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I mean, that that's usually why a lot some stuff, you know, some stuff sounds rushed or weird. And it's also like um, not on the director, but whatever the direction the director wants to go in. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of people don't realize that it's not always the actor's choice making these acting decisions. It's usually the director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I wish more directors would come to cons and kind of explain the process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they really should, honestly. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Because I'm trying to be oh, a director yeah. myself, and it's hard, especially for anime. Prelay, Prelay is a lot different. Uh, Prelay is uh, 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 animation, like uh, Western animation, where they record the audio first, and then they animate it to their uh, audio. Uh, with dubbing, it's a lot harder because you have to condense this amount of motion into two sentences, or what? So, uh, like, Dave, okay, uh, has anybody seen Dave Became a God? Okay, that is by uh, Jumeida. He made Angel Beats and Clannad, oh, if anybody's seen that one. If you haven't seen Dave Became a God, that's, that one's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I, I laughed up until a certain episode, and then you're like, oh my god, what <laughs> is happening? It's one of those where you're like, I don't know how to feel right now. It's really good. Um, so my character, uh, her name is Hina Sato, but she claims she's Odin, like the, the Norse god Odin, and she can predict the future. And she talks in Old English, like thee, thine, how's thou come to me and, and tell me to do this? That's what she says. 
the whole show. Mm. And wow. I'm like, I have to speak old English and keep up this high baby voice in four hours and condense this into two sentences. So it's it's very hard depending on the type of character. So I I think a lot of people don't realize how much work we do because it's like we're Mm -hmm. actors. We still we still act and we still you know do the best to our ability to portray the character. So that's why you know you see a lot of uh, actors say like you know I love this character I love portraying it and you know you got some terrible people like well you suck you're like oh okay cool whatever you know <laughs> so we don't um, care. yeah it, it just had to you just have to learn it but thanks to social media you know you get trolls and and, and haters and, and terrible people and just you just gotta you just gotta ignore them yeah. but uh but no it's a lot of work and so like if anybody's interested in getting into it um it's it's turning into my how to become a voice actor panel. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a website called I want to be a voice actor.com. That's by That's excuse easy me. to remember. Oh, excuse me. Uh, D. Bradley Baker. Oh, excuse me. This Dr. Pepper's coming back up. Um, <laughs> ooh, uh, he he breaks it down like completely. He says, you know, first do your research, figure out what, you know, what type you want to go in there anime prelay commercial if you want to make some money commercial that is where the money's at i i get some auditions it's like hey there's a commercial audition for uh, some kodak i don't know making something up and uh you'll go in there you can make five grand in two hours or one and then there's something called like a buyout fee where they can buy you your voice out for that uh pit for that uh, spot for like a year and you can get like 10 grand and I'm like, oh shoot, can I do this? Because this is nice. Um, so yeah, the, it just depends on what you want to do. But yeah, I want to be a voiceactor.com. It's a really, really good website. Very good. Um, but yeah, no, Asian Megas Bride is awesome. I just I forgot that's what we're talking about. Um, anybody else want to talk about something, something else? I was just gonna make a little geek note on Megas oh, yeah. Bride because like with like all of the Fey and stuff, like Fey themes and like. British stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved the Yule episode, honestly. Because, like, I don't know if that's te- spoilers or no, not. No, that's Christmas. It's a Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, like, have, being pagan myself and seeing all of those references it was to nice, that huh? being perfectly spot on, I was like, this is amazing. Like, because most people, like, with pagan culture and stuff like that, they're like, they see the pentagram, the pentacle, and they're like, oh my god, they, Satan worshippers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or, like, you know. Yeah, they get crazy. Stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. all. They're like, oh, that's a fucking mythology. So mm-hmm. no. that was one of the things that I really loved about the show too. Was just like how accurately and how well it portrayed all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, no, oh, it's amazing. awesome. Kori Yamazaki did her research. Like, oh my god, I I love her so much, and I I love the story she's told, and she she did a lot of research because it's it's set in England, which is so interesting. Um, because I'm like, I don't see a lot of anime that's like not either not in Japan or the US, like you know, Ace Turning has Japan. I mean, I've seen a couple that are also in like England, like uh, D. Grandman took place in England a lot. Black uh, Butler, Black, oh, Black Butler, Butler. yeah, Black, Black Butler. Butler's yeah. more obvious one, yeah, but D. Grandman was my first one, so. <laughs> but like with um, but like with the settings of how it's animated, it's gorgeous, like it's, mm-hmm. I oh, absolutely, it's, it's so like beautiful. some stuff has actually there in England and I'm like this is like from a painting or a picture and it's it's 
beautiful. And I love all the research that went into it, and um, especially with the Fey world too. It was really cool. Oh yeah. Because uh, like the, even oh no, I can't say his name. Um, because that's spoilers. Well, is it spoilers? Hmm. Because you meet him in episode three. Oh oh, Dragon. Joseph. Oh no. Okay. Joseph. Okay. Yeah. There's a character named Joseph um, that is played by Josh Greeley. Oh my God. Oh, anybody know? Anybody know just Josh Greeley, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to know what else he's done. Oh, he's uh, Arwen from Attack on Titan, no. the blonde baby. Really? Oh yes. He's uh oh what's his name? And quintessential quintuplets, the 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 main dude. Oh, I know um, who you're talking Ryan about. Ryan's brother. Um, uh, he's done a lot. He he, he we call him the Harem King. <laughs> because he plays a lot of like the the harem main protagonists, mm-hmm. and he's he's just phenomenal. He's is he an Oran? So he's like oh, Jay Michael Tatum with how many things that he's been in, huh? Pretty much, yeah. He's he's phenom- He's a phenomenal actor. Like, oh yeah, he's also playing um um Iron Blood Orphans as one of the uh, I think one of the ki- kids. I think. I think so. No, I have the internet right here. Uh, yeah, why are you <laughs> Did you get to meet all the other ancient Magus Bright voice actors? Or no, uh, at the time, no. Because hello. <gasps> oh, oh it maybe it's motion activated. We gotta. It's like it's right. It's back there. There it is. Okay. We're gonna tell spooky stories. New channel. Um. Oh, was Pretty sure the squeaky panel was last night. You didn't get yeah. Night. <laughs> oh, yeah. So while recording for that show, we're, we're by ourselves. We're not recording with people, um, which is unfortunate because I really wish we could. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't meet. Like we were like three months into recording, and I I didn't meet anybody mm. personally. I ran, finally ran into Brian Mathis, like three months later, and I was like, Oh my God, yay! Finally. Um, and we hugged, and we just like took a picture together. It was so cute. So yeah, that's another thing. I wish we could record together, but we can't because how the process is. Um, like we watch the Japanese first, and then uh, there's like three beeps to give us the to get us ready to go do, to say the line. So it's like do do do, and then you go. So there's like an imaginary fourth beep. Is what they say. I'm like that. Y'all's crazy. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, my ultimate like signature dream is to get you know you, Chise, Ruth, Elias, but I also want to get Lindo. Who? Lindo. Oh. Voice actor for Dragon <laughs> Dragon Guy. Sorry. Um. Todd Hyberhorn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Oh, he's so good too. Yes. Um, he came to MDK when Hyberhorn. it was still over at the Marriott. Like, mm-hmm. like, 
crush me. <laughs> he is so tall. He's great though. He's awesome. Um, no, yeah, I would love to. The thing is, we just have to. You guys have to request us uh, in order to get to a convention. That's right, the thing. That's oh. Yeah. So, like, if you want the Ancient Magus Bride Crew, tell them like, I want the Ancient Magus Bride Crew. Here are the people. Invite them. Here's my petition. Hundred people signed. Yes, because because uh, honestly, ever since that show aired, I have not been a convention with them at all. And I'm like, why? That would be, I didn't know that that was even a process because it mm -hmm. felt like it's just like, you know, the Rocky Mountain Anime Association just like, okay, well, let's send out invites and then whoever decides they want to come. Oh, no. <laughs> um, sometimes right? it's like there's, I have a con agent who uh, like helps me get, you know, different cons. So they'll reach out like, hey, do you need any more people? Uh, I have this person. This is, this is how much it is, blah, blah, blah. So they handle that. But if, if, Excuse me. God, I just have to drink Dr. Pepper. Um, <laughs> uh, if there's an influx or request for a certain actor or certain actors, they will gladly take them in because that means that more people will come because they are coming. So if there are people, request it. Tell your friends and word them out. Whatever you got to do to get them here. That's how you get us here. So if you want the Ancient Magus Bride crew, put it oh, in wow. the next thing. Like Because it, it, it's usually on the guest page whenever you uh, go to the website. And then the, usually at the bottom or at the top, like, if there's a guest you want to see, let us know. And you'd be like, these people. And if they get enough, then they'll be like, okay, yes, we're going to invite these people. And then they'll reach out to whoever um, and then invite them. So that's you. that was how a lot of it worked before pandemic. But I think now because post-pandemic, we're coming back slowly, they're, like, reaching out, like, hey, can you come here, you know? Have you ever asked? Because, like, I've had to ask conventions, like, do you, are you okay with me guesting? Uh, like, I did one, my very first one. Um, it was it was in Texas by my old college. Um, small town, very small town. I was like, hey, I'm a voice actor who happens to live in your city. Can I uh, guess there? He's like, yeah, sure, you totally come on over. I'm like, cool. It was very small. It was probably like 300 people, Yeah. And, which was fine. It was very sweet. People were very nice. They enjoyed it. They're like, I can't, yeah, it's a nice little con where we can be nerds here. I'm like, yeah, it's a small town. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was really cool. Um, but yeah, that was the only one where I kind of uh, initiated. Ask. Yes, yeah. I almost said sold myself. That's terrible. That's not, that's not good. No. Embodying cheesy. Yeah, but I'm like my complexion probably wouldn't look good uh, with that. Um, because sorry, um, that's a really bad joke. Uh, I still laughed. Okay. Gosh. Um, but yeah. Uh, let me see. How we got? Oh, okay, so we got thirty minutes. Um. Cool, but yeah, Ancient Omega's Bride's awesome. If anybody hasn't seen it, please check it out. Crunchyroll, um, yeah, it's only on Crunchyroll. Well, uh, <laughs> it used to be on Funimation, but then they had problems. Well, the auction is still there. You can click on it, but now there's just nothing. The Funimation, everything they have, it sucks. The, pr right, the yeah. problem is, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on behind the scenes because Sony owns Funimation. Uh, oh, really? Uh, okay. That's probably why it gets so messed up sometimes. Yeah, just like doesn't work. I I have I I wish I could tell you more. I can't because either a I don't know or b I I can't say because I will get fired. Um, but uh, but yeah, like Crunchyroll and Funimation did like a joint thing for a while. That's why we got Ancient Magus Bride because that was supposed to be a Crunchyroll only thing, and but when they merged, we got it, so we were able to dub it. 
and then when when they split they took off the dub on the website and only took the sub so um no actually they took it off for a little bit and then they brought back the sub and then uh and then like i think just recently like maybe a year or two ago they just put the sub excuse me the dub back on so now it's back on Crunchyroll, both dub and sub which was weird because now they kind of merged officially um I think that was announced last month, I think, in August. Yeah, in August. So it's, oh, wow. yeah, it's crazy. So, like, there's going to be a lot more anime coming soon. So if you think there's a lot now, there's going to be more. <laughs> so <laughs> pray for us, please. Well, basically yeah. what you're saying is I should switch from Funimation to Crunchyroll. <laughs> well, I don't know what they're going to do because since they merged, they may have one interface together, um, which will be kind of good because I like Crunchyroll's interface better than Funimation. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they'll use them or whoever they're using to run their stuff and, and get rid of the Funimation thing. Because that's the thing. It's not... I know people go online saying, Funimation, your stuff doesn't work. It's like they really don't have control over that. Like the people running social media, they don't have control over that. Yeah. They just post it. Um, they have like IT people and the website that I think that they outsource to run the website. So um, there, I think there's like a Funimation IT Twitter or something. So if it doesn't work, you have to tag them. So they're like, oh shoot. So that's usually how it works because they're because this person posts like, hey, the new dub's out. And they're like, why is your website freaking working? Suck. So like, I just had to post this at 4 p.m. I don't I don't know what you need. So uh, yeah, when I say terrible people on the internet, huh? Um, well, it's easier to say things on the internet than in face. Yeah. yeah, because people are all talk and no bite uh, when it comes to the internet because they're behind a screen. So that's why it's like people are like, yeah, blah blah blah, f you, blah, blah. and you see them in person, they're just like. I didn't really mean what I said. I'm like, no, you did, because you wouldn't have typed it out if you if you didn't. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's another life lesson for another day. Um, don't I don't want to catch any of y'all on on social media acting crazy. I will come beat you. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't I'll tolerate the bullying. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, no. Ancient Megas Bride is awesome. I know I said that like five million times, but it's really good. It's really really good. Um, um, yes, you had your hand raised. Yeah, I just want to say, the only reason why I'm sub to Funimation right now is basically only for the second half of Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, and... Oh crap, what was the last one? My Hero Academia. Yeah, yeah, my Hero Academia. Yes, yeah, that's the only reason I have Funimation right now yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I usually go off and on fun- Funimation depending on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, that's what I did. I did that. I'm a voice actor. I'm like, I'm gonna pay Susan to do the free trial every month. Cancel, cancel, reply, cancel. Like, I just still do that. But uh, I actually got a free account now because I reached out to producers. I'm like, y'all giving up them free discounts, some them free subscriptions. She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, sweet. So yeah, I just did that. Um, but uh, there's a there was something too. I don't know if I can. No, I can't. Okay. There, there's some ways where, like, certain voice actors, like, oh, if you do, like, you know, Funimation slash, you know, the voice actor's name, you get, like, you know, $3 off or whatever every month or something like that. Um, I don't know if that's still going on anymore, but uh, if it does, I'll let you know. Um, but, yeah, no. Ancient Sprite's awesome. I'm trying to think what else we can geek out about. Uh, video games. Oh, wait. Somebody had a hand up over uh, there. Yeah. 
I was just wondering what kind of things you were planning on directing and also like the types of directors you've worked with and the types of methods they used. Because like you were talking about those three beeps, right? It's mm -hmm. like a really good idea. I should have thought of that a lot sooner. Oh no, it's fantastic. Like I feel like Funimation has the standard for the process because some studios don't even give you beeps. They're just like, okay, go. You're like, ah, the context, I don't know. You know, it's, it's <laughs> difficult. Um, I'm not sure, I, I don't know the name of the studios. That's just from what I've been told. So I'm like, okay, I like Funimations. I got used to it. It's gonna be weird trying to do somebody else's process. But uh, uh, no, I like directing all kinds of things. I love prelay animation more because I can play with the actor more and be more like out there, um, especially like kids stuff. I love directing like kids animation. They're just so cute. Cause it's just like, not, not the Dora stuff, but kind of like Paw Patrol or uh, uh, the Backyardigans, you know, that kind of stuff. Cause it's fun, cause it's for kids and you can be like as goofy and silly as you want. Um, within reason. Yeah, within reason, yes, <laughs> of course. Um, because I, I love I, I love kids. I love helping them learn about new things and stuff. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of different methods with a lot of directing depending on who you work with. Like Kyle uh, Kyle Phillips, he's Danky Kaminari in uh, My Hero, which is him in real life, which is so funny. Just not stupid. He's just, he's just really funny. Um, well, he's always stupid half the time. <laughs> true. When he uses his quirk, yeah. Um, but no, he's really he's really cool. I liked working with him. He was one of the first directors that he cast me in Ancient Maze Bride. He's a director, um, so I got used to his style of directing. He's more of like, we'll do a pass, and he's like, okay, cool, yeah, cool. Um, let's try it again. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's try it this way. He'll give me different scenarios or different ways to to give reads, so I don't get the same ones every time, uh, because that's something you don't want to do to your actor. That's like, what I was about to ask. Um, that's a really hard thing that I been trying to figure out, like especially since you've seen both perspectives as a director and an actor, mm -hmm. what would you say is the best way for somebody to both give you criticism and give you, like, you to give them, because it's really hard to ask an artist to do something again. They they put their heart into it the first time, mm -hmm. they think they really nailed it, but then as a director you're like, yeah, that's not I kind of just wanted you to say it a totally different way. <laughs> yeah. They get very angry. Sometimes. It's usually, I, do, I call it the sandwich method. I learned that from Cliff, uh, Cliff Chapin, who's uh, Bakugo. He directs as well. He, do, he directs uh, Day Became a Slime. No, yeah. Day Became a Slime and uh, Dr. Stone. Um, he's great to work with. He's wonderful. I was shadowing under him for directing, too. Um, it's called the sandwich method. It's like you, you compliment the feedback compliment um, because people respond better to positivity and then that means that they trust you and know that, oh, okay, they know what they, they're talking about, so let's go ahead and you know, try to fix that. Um, because as actors, we're very sensitive people. Um, yeah, you're just like, you could say you suck, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, it's fine. Hold on, years. Yes, and it's very true. Until you get older and you're like, Pfft. You know, you just don't care. Like, no, you suck. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you suck. Why are you wasting your time? Anyway. Um, you, it's the sandwich method that helps, and if, if worse comes to worse, if they're not getting it, you do a line read. Um, a line read is when you say how you want the line, like uh, they said, I want to go to the store, and you're like, let's try it again, and they're like, I want to go to the store, and you're like, try it again, they still don't do it, you're like, okay, I need you to say it like this. 
I want to go to the store. And then they'll be like, oh, okay. And then they'll do it exactly. That usually is like last resort if you're crunching time. But I always ask my actors, I'm like, are you okay if I give you a line read? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, it's no problem. Because, you know, some people have egos. So they're like, how dare you give me a line read? And you're like, okay, all right, I'm sorry. I was just trying to work with you, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that's, that's usually if worse comes to worse, but always ask before the session, like, are you okay with line reads? If they said, yeah, cool, great. Um, but, but the thing is, they, if they're still new especially, then you, this is a good way to kind of coach them and, and learn how to be directable. Um, what helps me, what I learned from Cliff, is that, uh, like, the line is, I want to go to the store, right? So uh, the, the context of the scene is, like, she's trying to escape from her abusive boyfriend or whatever. Um, and she's like, I want to go to the store. And she's telling that to the, the operator or whatever. And they're, the actor's like, uh, I'm not sure how I should say this. So what Cliff would say, he said, give him a different uh, meaning behind it. So, yes, she's saying she wants to go to the store, but the underlying word of uh, sentence is, I need you to help me. I'm in trouble. So, instead of saying, hi, yes, I, I, I need to, I would like to go to the store, it's more of like, I want to go to the store. See how there's a difference? So, you give them what the line actually is supposed to mean and a, a, a different uh, type so that way the actor's like oh, okay I get it and it'll click for them and you'll see a difference you'll see a difference so that's what usually helps with some actors especially if they're new uh, but no that's a really good good question I haven't gotten a lot of directing questions before <laughs> so that's good because um, I started directing demo sessions at a studio I work at and uh, it's, it's kind of hard because uh, anybody know what a demo reel is for actors yeah it's, it just shows off your range um, of like your ability, uh, acting ability. So instead of like give them a script and then they go ahead and you know read everything and then we record it and then uh, there's like scenarios like you're this person doing this. They record it and then what I do, I'm like, okay, great, that was a good first take. Let's go ahead and change the scene. So I'll say, okay, um, instead of you calling an operator, you are, you're drunk at, uh, at Walmart and your friend's trying to escort you out. Okay, go, like, I wanna go to the store. And, and so it's, you give different scenarios so that way you can get different, um, different uh, uh, levels of, of their acting. That way you can pick different takes to see what works. Um, and that way they know that they can do different types of styles as well. And if they listen to you, that's great. That means they're very directable. Um, and if it has a hard time, they may still need some work, but that's okay. That, that, that's where you let them know because I, I have to be honest with actors because if you don't, then they're going to go throughout their life thinking they're the hot sh stuff. I feel mean, <laughs> but yeah. No, no it's, it's... They need the truth sometimes. And the, yeah, and then they get mad. Oh, no. Like, yeah, I totally understand. I was terrible when I first started. And someone's like, oh, yeah, you're good. I'm like, really? And then I went to a class. They're like, yeah, you need some work. I'm like, okay, yeah, you think you're right. Because like, I'll listen to my auditions now that I did like years ago. Oh, my God. You're so bad. 
Like you know when you you know when you've been good at something and then like you go back years when you first started like with, whether it's drawing or whatever you're like oh, oh yeah. my god it's pretty much that I get that feeling whenever my mom brings up my old sketchbooks oh <laughs> so you so it's like 2009 to like 2019 you're like that's a big difference but but you, but it's a good progress it shows how far you've come mm-hmm. and it's awesome it's amazing it's amazing. Um, I thought it was my phone too. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Damn it!" Um, yeah. Um, I was wondering. I, I I know I don't want to always go back to ancient Magus Pride, but that's like a big. <laughs> this is turning into the ancient Magus Pride. Well, it's, it's just that um, when I was first watching it, um, I felt the emotion. I felt all that was put into that dubbing and everything, but. I always have this question with most voice actors is, how do you stomach the most hilarious scenes as you're watching it, and like, what training do you do to actually like, just still face and do the scene? Because there was the the time you shoved a potion down his throat, throat, and I was just like, what? Or the bathroom scene in season one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He bathes her. He tries to bathe her in the first episode. <laughs> and she's like, what? What? You? No, no. I can bathe myself. And it's, it's it's funny. So the great thing about watching it first is that I can laugh at that point. So I get all the giggles out. And then it's like, okay, my turn. And then I do it straight face. It takes a lot of practice. But oh, my God. Recording that one was too much like shoving the thing in his mouth was funny that'd take a while but like um and then Ruth was like did you wake him up with the potion or sticking your hand down his throat both (laughs) (laughs) um no it was a lot of fun it's it's you just gotta you gotta force yourself to do it because you're you're on a time crunch so Mm -hmm. it's like if we don't we have to do this again um but no ace attorney that anime was that one i had a hard time with because they left bombs in there and bombs are like little bloopers that they leave for you. So, has anybody seen Ace Attorney, the anime? Uh, I've played the games. I've actually watched some of your Let's Plays that you're done. Oh, thank you. It's fun. I love, I love the game. Um, the anime, <sighs> we bombed each other. Bombs are like little bloopers we leave for each other if we record uh, someone over. Um, is everyone over here 18 and over? I'm going to eat in four months. She's heard everything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I don't want to get fired. Um, not Narcs. Oh, <laughs> we won't tattle. The press is here, guys. I can't. Oh, I'm not going to say <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, funny story. Kent Williams, he's actually here. Uh, he plays the judge in the show. And... I forgot about that, and he saw me. He's like, oh, yeah, I play the judge. I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. Why did you leave me the terriblest bombs in the show? There's one bomb where he says, um, Dahlia Hawthorne is like, she's this little airy princess. She thinks she is, and she's giving testimony. She's like, I thought my heart was going to pitter-patter right out of my chest. And he goes, oh, sorry, this is really bad. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I want to pitter-patter all over your tits. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? Why? I was, it's like, So you can watch all of them. I'm surprised it hasn't gotten taken down yet, but oh my god. 
I could not stop. Li- you know, I'm gonna play it. I'm going to play it. It doesn't. Somebody took the. Shut up, please. Um, somebody took the TikTok sound of it and made somebody cosplay as Dahlia, and I was like, oh, this is so cute, and I didn't realize she was doing the blooper. And I was like, oh my god, why did you do that? Um, let me see. Okay, here it is.
There is what? a place. Hold yes. on. <laughs> Wait. They put my mask on. Oh. There is a booth that sell, has like Japanese copies I think I of saw any it. Zelda game, like any Nintendo game that you can think of. So I saw like. Huge I Zelda fan. Okay. I was like, oh my god, I have to have that. Okay, I, I'm a huge Paper Mario fan. They have it too. Yeah, this. <laughs> we got ten minutes. <laughs> we got ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> over there. I can show you where it's at if I, you want. Okay, I think I know where it is. It's where I saw the, it. It's where yeah, the Isabel the cosplayers. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm going there after. Right after this. <laughs> <laughs> They've got coupons for five dollars off, and this was only fifty bucks. Can we get security? Can I can just run there and like? <laughs> I like you don't understand. I love Paper Mario. Like the, it has such a. Ooh, I can take this off now. What, um, what is Paper Mario? It is oh a God. RPG um, uh, that was made in 1998. Um, oh my God, I was nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, I feel old. Um, yeah, it was uh, 1998. It was such a unique game because. It had a paper aesthetic, but it wasn't like so focused on it. At least the first game wasn't. And um, the, 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 <laughs> the, the the advertising for it was really clever. Um, the first time I saw it, it was on TV, and there was a commercial for it. And it was like a stick figure with a Paper Mario like running through. Oh, God, I remember like, that Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, running through like a swamp. Uh, a castle, like, I'm like, this is really cute, what is this? Like, Paper Mario coming soon. I was like, what is this game? And then I was looking through a magazine, and then it had a cutout, like, the dotted lines of the Paper Mario, and it said, free demo. And I was like, ah, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and I loved it. The carrot is really well written, really funny. You can use badges to break the game and, you know, kill everything. Excuse me. Uh, uh, beat everything, and um, it was it was really fun, and I loved it. And my dad got it to me, got it for me for my birthday. But he did that whole like, oh, I can't get it for you. I'm sorry, we'll have to wait. And my dad's terrible at hiding things. And so the day of my birthday, he comes back from work, as he's late from work, and uh, I was like, Dad, Dad, were you able to get the game for me? He's like, No, I'm sorry, I had to work late. I was like, Okay, I guess we'll go later. And I was bummed out, and then um, I went downstairs to watch TV, and I saw like a newspaper on top of the television, and I'm like, "What? Why do we have a newspaper on top of the TV? That's weird. We don't do that." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" So I tried to move it, and I see the game under it, and I was like, <gasps> "And I was like, I can't freak out because he's like, he he gets he gets sad when like I discover surprises. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, I put it back carefully and just watching TV. I was like, just watching my cartoons. And my dad's like, hey, I got your present. I'm like, oh, you you did? What is it? And he's like, he pulls <laughs> he pulls the newspaper off the TV and tries to like somewhat wrap it like <laughs> this. He's like, happy birthday. I'm like. Oh my God! It's Paper Mario. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> the start like, of your acting career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. And he, I was like, "Thank you, Dad." He's like, "You're welcome, baby girl." I was like, "Thank you." So um, it, it just made me laugh. It always makes me think of that time. So I play it every year. Um, I try to play it every year traditionally because of that memory um, and. It's just always been a favorite of mine, and 
it was just a joy. And then when Paper Mario 2 came out, Thousand Year Door, that went off the rails. The humor was great, the badges were even better. And now people like speed run it, or speed run the pit. There's like a pit of 100 trials where it's like, if you like to battle like RPG style, oh, this is for you. Um, the only, my only complaint though is the backtracking. There's a lot of backtracking in that game. It's just too much. Um, but no, it's, it's really fun. If you haven't played it, it's on the N64 if you have one. Um, uh, if not, it's on the virtual console for the Wii. Ooh, excuse me, the Wii and the Wii U, if you still have those, if you haven't sold it or thrown it away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think I said all, did I say all five? Yeah. Five? Yes. Okay, yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, well, I guess one more. Okay, so if anyone here has a physical copy of Thousand Year Door, hold on to it, because that thing is currently going for like over 200 bucks. Oh yeah, no, it's insane. Yeah, I it's insane. I feel so bad, and one of my good friends, um, his older brother had taken his copy of Thousand Year Door and sold it, and it was mint, too. And he was pissed, because you can't get that back. I keep all mine. The unfort unfortunately, I had a GameCube when we moved to Texas. Um, this isn't Texas. When we moved to Texas, I had a GameCube, and like um, a month later, we got robbed, and they stole all of my Nintendo stuff. They left the controllers for some <laughs> reason, but they took the GameCube, all my games, I was so sad because I was I was gonna keep all. Of them. I still have some of my stuff. Thankfully, they didn't take my sixty four because they they were like, no, get this out of here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was so sad. But uh, but no, it was great. It was, I, that's a fun game. I highly suggest checking it out. Um, but yeah, I think we're just about out of time. We got like five minutes. But uh, since we started early, I'll kind of end early. But uh, but thank you guys so much for being here. It was awesome geeking out with you. I hope to see you soon. I'll be at my table. For a couple hours uh, in the artist alley if you go in go all the way to the left and we're over there so um, feel free to come by and chat yeah, some more uh, after you visit the merch room obviously oh yes yes i'll be there around 2 30 so um yeah come say hi thank you guys again so much You're if you've liked what you've heard listen and subscribe to our other shows like no applause, just the clap. PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular. Fear Agents and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.